Oh yeah! Back cover May 9th, 2019. What's really good? It's Thursday. It's Micah. It's Brad. What's happening? It's Backdoor. What's up, Micah? Guess what? It's Ralph the Dog's birthday. Yeah, today Ralph turned one. Happy birthday, you big fucking monster, Ralph. He is a fucking monster. We love you, Ralph. Yeah, keep behaving. He's behaving right now. That's great. If you're not following Party Like a Ralph star, you should. He's sitting on the floor right now, uh, napping. How are you today, Brad? I'm wonderful, Micah. How are you today? I'm so glad. Man, I'm ready to talk some sports. Good, a quick programming note. We are planning to record again tomorrow at around noon. So we're going back to back today and tomorrow uh, with the return of Peter the Irish guy. Yes. And uh, El Gars. Back to back, like the cover of Lethal Weapon. We're gonna grab them on their exactly. We're gonna grab them on their lunch hour. This could be interesting. They'll be more sober than they were the last time. I would imagine. This may be the uh, soberest podcast we get. Gars on. Elgar's will be. Uh, he'll still be lit though. Guaranteed. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Another thing we're looking forward to is checking out Mind of Micah. Two great pieces of content that went up uh, this week. We've got Micah's read of the week with uh, our friend Christy Owen and the Aaron Ross, who joined me uh, to talk about a great story about health food from the 90s. I know it sounds lame, but this is a really good story. Check it out. And uh, we also had the return of How Was Your Weekend with Boosh and Friends. Uh, Boosh is back again, and uh, he's more graphic and vulgar. He talked about uh, strippers, and uh, it's, it's, it's good. If you're into that kind of stuff, that's, you know... The people that are into that kind of stuff, that's the kind of stuff they like. I'm, I like it. I think Boosh is the funniest guy I know. He's he great. also returned with uh, everybody's favorite segment, News Briefs. News Briefs. I need to listen to this. I need to familiarize myself with Boosh's hot takes. Yeah, News Briefs on uh, How Was Your Weekend with Boosh and Friends. That's uh, a fucking mouthful. Available right now on Mind of Micah. Just search Mind of Micah wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, let's get straight to the action. Hoops last night. Golden State gets by Houston 104-99 in Golden State. The big takeaway here is KD is uh, getting an MRI after what was being called a calf strain, and the breaking news that just broke uh, a few minutes ago, Kevin Durant has been ruled out for Game 6 already, which oh, is bad. And this is I think this is before the MRI results. Uh, this is bad. Uh, any thoughts on... Before we talk about the game specifically, wh- what do you think about KD being hurt here? Do you do you have a note for any of what quarter he got injured? Yeah, I, he got hurt at the end of the third quarter. That's he missed right. the entire fourth. Uh, really, the Rockets blew an opportunity with KD missing the entire fourth quarter. A huge opportunity. Clay had 27, including a clutch layup with about four seconds left. This is another exciting close game. This series has been really good. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of like a dark cloud over the whole thing, and really the entire NBA. Uh, you want to see these teams at their best, and now you got KD with certainly missing one game. Uh, it's we'll see if he's back for a possible Game Seven. Doesn't this Clay is, always uh, show this is up? An issue. Doesn't Clay always show up when like Golden State is has like their back against the ropes? Like even like a couple years ago when they're playing versus OKC, like he came out and hit like nine threes in the second half and like buried Durant and those guys when they were, you know, they should have won that series. Clay is it's, really it's he always comes through when like. It's like they ham and egg you. Like they've always got like the most talented team, and then when the best player on their team gets hurt, and the rest of them are playing great, 
oh, Clay just could come out and jack up 27 points, no problem. So maybe yeah, he got Clay back in the ocean. Wasn't it the ocean that got him going again? Yes, he said he said that he uh, went for a swim in the Pacific. Well, shouts to uh, shouts to Clay. Shouts to Golden State. They lead three games to two. Game six, um, I guess probably two nights from now, uh, or tomorrow night. I don't know. Uh, I guess we could easily find out, but we're not going to. And none of that's important. Uh, KD has been far and away the best player. They're playing Friday night State. at eight, so that's the eight tenth. o'clock. Uh, yeah, so tomorrow. Golden State has been has and uh, KD has been the best player for Golden State and Golden State has needed KD. He's been the best player in the playoffs. I would He's not say that you because wouldn't. there's a guy named Kawhi Leonard who is fucking dominating. Really, we'll you think later. that Kawhi has been playing better than KD? Yes. Well, I, he definitely hasn't been scoring as much, but I don't know about defensively and like all of the rest of the factors. But well, KD sh- is okay, like I do. widely Kawhi regarded is as killing. But anyway, that's not mm. important. KD has been balling and now he is hurt. So this is, uh, it adds a level of intrigue, I guess, but it's also kind of, I don't know. It kind of opens the door for Houston, doesn't it? Because, like, I kind of had them. Absolutely it does. I had kind of, like, written them, like, off, basically. I didn't think that they were going to ever be able to get it done if they couldn't win in Golden State. And then KD goes down, and now there's, like, a glimmer of hope, and they really should have taken advantage of it last night. And, yep, just a shame they didn't. Yeah, I mean, Rockets fans will tell you that, they should have won the championship last year, but Chris Paul got hurt and missed, I think it was game six and game seven. Yeah, and they missed like 27 threes in a row. And I, you could go with that. So now they the door is open for them right now because not only has KD been the best player, the Rockets have, or the, the Warriors have absolutely needed him to carry them. And now he's not there. At yeah, because Steph's six. got injured finger. He's got kind of a messed up ankle. Clay had been Clay's- a mess, but if Clay's back. It'll really. This will be if they can win, even if it's Game Seven at home. It'll be a real testament to what Golden State's built to if they can do it without KD, right? Uh, and without Boogie, it'd be uh, a pretty I mean, good peek into next year because that's what they're looking at. at the that's moment, true. I believe. That's true. Um, so there, that's that series. We will see what happens uh, Friday night in Game Six in Houston. Also, last night the Bucks completed a gentleman's sweep of the Celtics with a one sixteen ninety one blowout at home. Shouts to Paul Pierce for being 1,000% wrong. Oh, what did he say? After game one, he said, this series is over. The Celtics are, are going to kill them. <laughs> Bucks have no chance. And uh, then the Bucks won the next four games. And I think all of them were blowouts. There wasn't, I don't think any of them were close games. I could be wrong about this. Uh, but certainly not the last two or three. Right, because uh, if you remember, they had held uh, Giannis in check in game one. And he was like really frustrated. Like it, the role players weren't really helping out. Bledsoe and those guys weren't hitting shots. And then starting game two, Middleton hit like a whole bunch of threes and kind of opened the 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 lane up. And ever since then, Giannis and, and company have been smoking. Uh, yeah, they they like pulled all their starters like early in the fourth quarter. Like this thing was a blowout. Yeah, the Celtics laid down. They played like fucking dogs. And uh, let's see. So they the Celtics won game one, one twelve ninety. So a blowout in in Milwaukee. After that, Milwaukee won by 21. Milwaukee won by 7 in uh, Boston. Milwaukee won by 12 in Boston, and then they won last night by 20. Do you think this reflects on Kyrie's leadership abilities? Yes. Don't you? Of course it does. He showed up like this. They needed him bad that last night, and he showed up and he went 6 for 21, 1 for 7 from 3. He had 15 points, was a minus 25 on a plus-minus scale. He just no-showed. 
So Again, I, I mean, that's three games in a row. He's gone something like seven for twenty. Uh, he went seven for twenty-one in game five. All right, game four. Okay, or game three. I'm sorry, and said that ain't gonna happen again. Then he went eight for twenty-two the next game, and then what did he go in game six five? for twenty-one? I mean, it's pathetic. He's the guy who forced a trade because he didn't want to be uh, second banana to to Braun. Yeah. And so he wanted to have his own team. He wanted to be the leader. And it blew up in his face. He, he seems to say the wrong thing in the media after every game and before every game. Uh, he plays. He played well on the floor for most of the season, but ate shit the last three games. I mean, the Celtics have so much talent, too. I almost think that this has something to do like with the fact that they don't know what the future holds and because of that with, with where Kyrie's going to end up. And because of that, they're lacking in trust. And trust is almost like the most important factor to playing as a team. I don't know, man. There's a lot of factors. like just a, a miserable person. The, the whole like, in, like atmosphere around the, the Celtics seems like a miserable experience. Miserable. I think a lot of it's Kyrie's fault. I totally and agree. And the shit is definitely hitting the fan. He's g- catching all the blame right now. Well, he and should. he deserves it because he's a flat earther and that sucks. That's and everybody weird. seems to hate him. But then that being said, he could sign with the Knicks in a month and everybody will be fucking pumped and myself included because I want the Knicks to be good that would be fun wouldn't it if him and Durant go to the Knicks like tell me that's not a team you're gonna love that's gonna be awesome be great even though both of them seem to be miserable and dishonest with the media and all that shit there's some role I, players for the Knicks too that would be really fun with those they kids. suck They'll, they will ship they all of them out rookies that are great they'll just bring in a bunch of veterans on minimum minimum contracts <laughs> they suck everybody on the Knicks sucks they're gonna go LeBron route just well, they'll the probably do better with. than than fucking magic did uh, I'm still mad personally about the Uncle Drew movie, which I did see in the theaters. Why are you mad about that? Because it sucked. Oh, you're surprised by that. I knew it. W- well, I thought it was going to be pretty good. Have you ever seen Kyrie in an interview? He's yeah. quite flat. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't like basketball. He just he doesn't just have seemed, that much he doesn't seem to like anything. Carry a movie. He was a pretty good actor. Was he, he wasn't the problem. Let me just say that. Oh, is that right? Uncle Drew was not the problem with Uncle Drew. <laughs> Everything else around it was the problem with. Wasn't that supposed to be like a Pepsi commercial to begin it with? It started as a Pepsi That's commercial so and it turned lame. into a major motion picture. Good lord! America's Kyrie was dumb. also the guy who said, "Like, I'm not here to be a, or like right for the playoff star." And he's like, "You know, I'm not here to get famous. I'm not here to be a celebrity. I'm just here to play ball." Like, dude, you starred in a movie last year called Uncle Drew that I saw. <laughs> you took money out of my pocket. Get the fuck out of here. I hope he goes to the Knicks. I'm sure he, it seems like about 100% chance he won't be a Celtic anymore. What a just sort of a wasted season for them. They're out. They're going fishing, obviously. Mm. But they were a game away from the finals last year without what on two paper seemed like or probably their two high, highest-paired players and probably highest their paid, two best yeah. um, potential-wise. Uh, you know, the white guy never really got right Gordon this season. Hayward, the Gordon Hayward never. He's he probably will, he may never uh, live up to that contract. Yeah, he will, but man. He's just a year removed from a really devastating injury. He's going to be fine. Uh, he needs more time, and he's going to have it now. Well, we still see a yeah, t- go, tough break. He's going fishing. You know, there was a there was a glimpse in the first round where it looked like, well, shit, maybe the Celtics have it all together. I remember Peter, the Irish guy, seemed to think that the Celtics were going to run shit. And he was wrong. Uh, dead wrong. It's just because he likes leprechauns. Him shit. and Paul Pierce can go. F- Paul Pierce, uh, more like not the truth, you know? <laughs> go back to Kansas, douchebag. Uh, I All knew right. that was where you're going with this. Also, one other important factor, uh, Malcolm Brogdon came back. They, he's their starting point guy that's been out since March. Uh, they've really been missing him for the Bucks. He came back, played 17 minutes, you know, contributed, got back into game shape. Big things happening for them for next round. Yeah, and he's got some time to rest. Yep. All right, before we talk about uh, tonight's games, let's take a quick word from our friends over at harrys.com slash bdc. 
Brad, you love Harry's, right? What do you love most about shaving with Harry's? I love the fact that I've always got a fresh razor. Like, I can't tell you how many times growing up, like, I would have, like, a three-month-old razor that I've used a hundred times, and it's just scraping my skin. I agree. It's bad for your skin. Having a fresh, brand-new razor is game changer. It makes you feel so much better. Yeah, there's no and and they're so affordable with Harry's. You never feel like a broke. There's no excuse for being a broke boy and having an old razor. That's right. You know. Well, now you can join the 10 million people that have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to Harry's.com/bdc. 10 million people have already done this. They can't be wrong. This Why? So, hey, sorry to interrupt you right in the middle of your spiel, but. So Aaron Ross, he was at our, over here yesterday recording Mind of Micah. He mentioned he's, he's only shaved once in his life because his face got burnt up from the razor. He should have freaking had a we'll get him. We'll get him a set of Harry's. Yeah, if you can't, if you get, your skin gets irritated by razors, then this is the, the, the thing that will fix Fresh it Fresh blades, you. my friend. Man. Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. They knew a great shave didn't come from gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, or handles that look like spaceships. These are tactics the lean brand has used to raise prices for decades. They've fixed that by combining a simple, clean design with quality, durable bl- blades durable blades, at a fair price. Harry's bought a world-class blade factory in Germany that's been making quality blades for over 95 years. They've received more than 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and on Google. And the best part, Harry's replacement cartridges are just two bucks each. That's half the price of Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. All Harry's blades come with a 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know. You'll get a full refund. So now, you can get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, a weighted handle, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. All listeners have to do to redeem this is this trial set is go to harrys.com slash bdc. One more time, harrys.com slash bdc. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash bdc to redeem your offer and let them know we sent you. Support our show. Uh, One other note that I just saw here. Woj is now reporting that Durant is out for the entirety of this series. So he's now ruled out for game six and seven, which is not good. Did they say what's wrong with him, though? It's a calf strain. How... I wonder how. I, I don't know if this means this. the MRIs have come back or what it means, but he has now been ruled out for the entire series, so game six and potentially game seven. Well, we're just probably going to follow and be like, "Ha ha!" It's because they're they're going to lose tonight. It's over. Uh, we shall see. Our Tr- Friday night, I should say. Tonight's games: Toronto is at Philly. The Raptors are a two-point favorite to close out the series tonight in Philly. Brad, do you have any thoughts on this series so far, and what's going to happen tonight? Well, you seem to again have the, the as always. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> All lines brought to you by our friends at mybookie.ag. Use promo code backdoor. BDC. Use promo code BDC and at, get a get yeah. a, a bonus. when Not you, a uh, checkout. When you deposit. When you deposit. Use BDC, you get that double Mybookie.ag. Raptors a two-point favorite in Philly. This seems like something that's more up your alley because of how much you love Kawhi. Why don't you, why don't you start us off here and get us, get us warmed up? Philly is a bunch of dogs. Okay. Okay. Philly is trash. Joel Embiid is garbage. Mm-hmm. He has hurt his stock more in this series than any player I can remember, more than Kyrie. Well, maybe not more than Kyrie. Not at least he's a guy. At least Kyrie did something series. in a championship. Joel Embiid is a clown. He he is worse than Dwight Howard in my mind. Whoa! He talks a lot of shit. He laughs in press conferences. He calls veterans nobodies, and then when it's time to play, he just doesn't show up. And he's 
or he sends a text and then he gets the coach to to take to complain or a coach to cover for him and say, oh, Joel texted me nine hours before the game that he wasn't feeling well. You can't do that. Did you see the rants that Stephen A. Smith went on? Have no. you seen these? I could imagine they're pretty Oh, rough. my God. I, I'm sorry. We're going to have to pause. Here is the rant from Stephen A. on, on uh, Embiid Joel Embiid sending a, a text message nine hours before the game that he wasn't going to be able to play. This man texted the coach nine hours. Nine hours before the game to say, I might not be able to play. Who does that? Who does that? Nine hours? Nine hours. Do you know what you can do in nine hours? Do you know what you can do in nine hours? How many of y'all operate on four or five hours sleep? I'm trying to tell you a cat nap for an hour can make you feel like a new man. How about four? How about five? He's Joel Embiid. It's the playoffs. You trying to tell me he couldn't get to the facility and take and still get six, seven hours sleep? Ladies and gentlemen, you can take a nap while they wrapping your ankles. You can take a nap while they giving you a massage. You can get, you can take a nap while they rubbing your knees. A pedicure, a manicure. It doesn't matter. You can fall asleep for all of that. I would know. I've done it. And I'm not some metrosexual dude that needs all of that stuff, even though it looked that way sometimes because I like my massages now. Make no mistake about it. I like my massages. And my hands have always been magnificent, no question about it. But my feet, damn, it's needed work from time to time. So I've had my pedicures too. Stop it. He went about 30 seconds too long. He was on fire. That he was, was the on best part. fire until the very end, and then he just kept on going and going. He's a, got really fucking great delivery. Like, he sat there and did that whole speech just off the top of his head. Like, the way that he delivered it and the inflections he put into it, usually he kind of annoys the shit out of me because he's so hot-headed and so full of hot air. But that was pretty great. Where you at? I loved it. He's the GOAT. I, I thought at first what he was saying. I think he's outrageous. I don't pay any attention to the things that he does. Yeah. I God only know. Like, there's not enough money in the world for me to watch first take. <laughs> but uh, there's a reason he's the highest paid guy at ESPN. He's incredible. He can talk he, forever. They do like three hours on first take every day. And then he does a radio show by himself. He has no co host right. for another three hours. And he fills all And then he up. shows up on SportsCenter. Like, he's a remarkable uh, uh, entertainer, I'd at, say. At first, what I thought he was saying is that he did that. He, I thought he was complaining because Joel Embiid didn't give him enough of a heads up that he wasn't feeling well. He's like, nine hours. I thought he was saying, like, you should have given him, like, 15 hours, whatever, right? Like, I thought he was saying the opposite of what he ended up going with, which was that nine hours, like, you could do just about anything in nine hours. Like, you could be a totally new man in nine hours, which I kind of get with. I like that. I like that you could take naps, do all your things, Joel whatever. Embiid is a joke, and he deserves all of the the the... He deserves everything. He's well, trash right now. And to be clear, this uh, this Stephen A. rant was before Game Four, right? Or was after Game Four, I should say. But it's about a call he made before Game Four, right? Where Embiid played thirty five minutes, scored eleven points, went two for seven from the field. Last night in game, or two nights ago, whatever in game, the next game in Game Five, he only played thirty one minutes and only scored thirteen points. I guess it turns out you need more than nine hours. He needed like seventy two hours. He is trash. Right? This is a guy who averaged twenty seven points in the regular season, twenty seven and a half points in the regular season, and he can't get he can't get to fourteen. 
in the the most important games of his season? Get out of here. So that's part Kawhi of it. Leonard is crushing his nuts and will continue to do it. And I'm going to say this right now. Are you ready for the hot take? Let's hear it, buddy. Are you ready for this hot Please take? Please give me the take. Your 2018-2019 NBA champions will be your Toronto Raptors, Oy. led by MVP Kawhi Leonard. Ooh, I think you're you might be off your rocker, but you know. Mark it down. May 9th, 2019, Toronto's win the championship. What do you want me to say to that? You're going to sound dumb pretty soon, but that's all right. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Hey, so the other part of the two-headed monster in Philadelphia, Ben Simmons, the other part of the process, has he's experiencing equal terrible woes that Embiid is, but his problem is that he's too scared to shoot. So he dribbles the ball up the court, and he passes it off because he, he can't do anything with it. He can't facilitate because he has no shot. And so he just goes and sits in the corner, and he just disappears. He's, he's almost useless on the offensive side of the, bo- the ball. He's great defensively, and he's a, a, a really a superior talent on that side of the ball. But like, if you're, like in last, the last game, he shot, let's see, he only attempted five shots, scoring seven points. Uh, and he had five turnovers. Like, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, you're two. Those are the two get guys done. that you lost for a decade to get, and you've got one guy who sucks his thumb and when he gets sick and texts his daddy, the coach, and says, "I can't play." And you got another guy who can barely p- hit the rim from the free throw line. You're some deep ass shit right now. And meanwhile, Kawhi is just dominating. Uh, Thirty three in game three. 30, uh, 39 in game four with 14 rebounds, 21 and 13 in game five, outscoring everybody. So shouts. I got a, I got a uh, to another future uh, NBA champion and uh, NBA Finals MVP for a second time, Kawhi Leonard. I got a projection for you. Yeah, I think uh, Jimmy Butler loses his fucking mind tonight. It's time. Do you think he plays like James Butler? I no, I think that he gets so fucking tired of the process and all of its products that they're sick and that they can't dribble or shoot or do anything that he goes nuts. He's, he's like, he's been primed for it. Like they've gone through a bunch of stuff and usually like in Minnesota and with the bulls, like when things got hard, like Jimmy Butler became a problem in the locker room tonight's the night. I think he's going to strangle somebody. I think, I think you're right though. As, as uh, earlier in the series, he had one manly game and he said, he didn't play like Jimmy Butler. His coach said he played like James Butler. I didn't. And then get Jimmy that. Butler came out and said, "Jimmy is my name. I'm not James. Don't don't keep my name out of your mouth." Oh, I remember this now. So uh, may, I do think you're right though, because unlike the rest of those clowns, Ben Simmons can't can't shoot, and so he can't take, put the team on his back. Joel Embiid is a fucking clown right now. Jimmy Butler is going to be playing at a thousand miles an hour. He'll be like one of those dudes in NBA Jam with uh, that's just like on fire all the time. They don't call him Jimmy Buckets for nothing. No, he's going to be getting it. He will be aggressive as shit. They might win this game tonight. I don't know. I if they don't, they're going to get a lot of heat, a lot of heat. I mean, this shit's all but over. You are you just picked Toronto to win the. There's championship. no way Toronto's losing. By the way, there's no chance Toronto loses Game Seven at home. Even if Philly wins tonight, mm. there is a 0% chance Toronto loses Game 7 at home. Toronto's a better team. And, they, and they, they play better basketball. They play team style. They have the They've got the style. best player. Yeah. They are better. And they're going to be better than they'll be better than Milwaukee, too. Giannis is not ready. But that's we'll wait for the finals or the, the Eastern Conference Finals when we get there. The other game tonight, Denver at Portland. Another series that has been amazing. Denver a 3-2 lead in this series. 
Portland, though, because they're not fucking dogs, are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home right. with their backs against the wall. Uh, this should be a good one. Another game that starts about fucking, I don't know, four in the morning Eastern time. <laughs> but uh, we'll be watching. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Uh, just a couple. Jokic, Jokic uh, had another triple-double in his last game with 25 points, 19 rebounds, and 13 assists. Um, that's his second in a row. I wouldn't. I, I don't know how many he's had in the playoffs, but it's been many. Yeah. He's so fun to watch, man. I think he had two or three against so San Antonio. The thing about him is, like, so everybody, like, when you look at him, analysts and people who are discussing his uh, his conditioning say that he looks soft, like he wouldn't be in great shape. And then they, all the discussion is like, well, he played more than anyone else in that quadruple overtime. He played f- sixty five minutes, and he's not even showing the effects. I have a theory for you. Okay. It's because he never runs, even half speed anywhere he goes he moves at like it's a, all it's, skill it's all half speeds and he like lulls you with his ball skills and his, and his passing abilities he doesn't run he's the real slow motion I, he's like like if slow you were mo- on a treadmill it would be like set at two and you would just be taking like little steps down the court well he and is then, so he can play for 65 Portland's minutes no problem at a power I, walk i heard uh zach lowe say that he is leading the league the league in the playoffs in total touches which huh. is unbelievable. He was like, this is unbelievable. As this a, is more than center. point guards. Yeah. He's touching the ball so often because they come down the court and they hand him the ball. He plays uh, pick and roll. He passes it back. He gets it back. They, uh, it, it, they, It's amazing the way that he's running the offense, and he's he's balling. So they crushed Portland by, what, 26 in game uh, in the That's last game. That's pretty quick math. Yeah. I'm, I'm 124-98. Okay. Um, another, another thing of note, Paul Millsap. Uh, has been playing really great. He's an old ass man. But Paul like, Millsap had a great, a few great games against the Spurs too. If he, or at least two good games, one very good game. He can still play, especially if you get too. him. Yeah, and if you get him matched up against somebody, a lot of times he's doing work with the second unit, and he's just he just knows he's so crafty. He knows how to get it. I got um, a quote for you. Yeah, uh, Gary Harris called Millsap that calming factor for a team making its first playoff appearance in six seasons. He's been a huge success. For, oh, I'm sorry. He's been huge for us this series. He's been bringing it offensively, defensively, and he helped us get off to a great start today. He, he put up 19 points in the first half of the last game. Wow. So, yeah, Millsap's bringing it. Uh, you, do you have, a, do you have a, a pick for tonight? Yeah, Dude. I got Denver winning. I think Lillard's oh. too – I think Lillard has – he just seems like he's fatigued. He seems like he is exhausted, like he's just out of gas. Man. Well, I'll take Portland tonight. You like that? I like Portland. Why don't we bet lunch on it tomorrow? You got a deal. If we're going to lunch. We are. Okay. We're, it's a deal. Are we taking – is there a spread involved here, or are we just going straight up? Uh, Portland's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll, you can have the points. Oh. I'll, let's just go straight up. Okay. Let's keep Good. it simple. One lunch. Hey, you know another way to keep it simple? How's that? To get your affairs in order and your online life in order with ExpressVPN. There it is. Admit it. You think cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge frickin' billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why I decided to take action to protect myself from cyber criminals. I use ExpressVPN. 
ExpressVPN secures and uh, anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. ExpressVPN turns on with only one click. In ExpressVPN, I can carefully and safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. And for less than 7 bucks a month, you can have the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. That's like two cups of coffee. Not bad. Or like one Frappuccino thing. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Why won't you do this? Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash backdoor. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash backdoor. One word. For three months free with a one-year package, that's expressvpn.com slash backdoor. Let's go. Uh, Let's talk hockey for just a second. The Blues defeated uh, the Stars in double overtime in Game 7 the other day to advance. Uh, that's all the hockey talk for today. We were, will bring you more hockey talk tomorrow with the return of Elgars and Peter the Irish guy. And uh, that's that's exciting. We're also going to talk some golf tomorrow, the, the return of the buttercut with Brad and uh, Peter. Uh, this week, the golf is in the Byron Nelson in Dallas. Traditionally, a very lit atmosphere uh, and uh, a lot of talent there. Yeah, not this week, though. Because it's the week before the PGA Championship, they they change around some of the scheduling, and so no, no, no. I wasn't diminished. talking about golf talent. I was oh. talking about babes. Ah, a notorious, a, a notoriously good social scene lot of, at lot the of Byron. Thirty thousand a year millionaires. Oh yeah, yeah. Big shouts to uh, everybody out there at the Byron drinking big beers and talking to babes. Uh, let's move on. More golf tomorrow, though, and more hockey, uh, and more baseball. We will actually talk baseball with let's the talk about face the, the high and now. tight guys. Yeah, let's talk a little uh, a little MMA. UFC is in Brazil this weekend. I think it's a pay-per-view. The champion, Rose Thug Rose Namajunas. Is that a man or a woman? That's a woman. Her name is Rose Namajunas. She has a shaved head. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, the way you pronounced it at first sounded like the first name was Rose Namajunas. No, her nickname is Thug. So Hmm. she's Thug Rose. People just call her Thug Rose. Namajunas. That's pretty tight. She is the champion. Had one of the greatest uh, years last year in all of fighting. And has been on a real tear recently. She's traveling, and unfairly, in my opinion, mm. you, you know, she doesn't have. I don't know. I, I don't want to be rude, but she's not a beautiful woman. Okay, she's uh, she's, she's bald. not marketable. She's not as marketable as some of the other women they've had. But she's on an unbelievable tear, and she's also not like a super exciting fighter. But she just gets the job done. She, as the champion, has to travel to Brazil to face Brazilian Jessica Andrade, uh-huh. which seems unfair. Why? Because. Uh, UFC generally every time they fight in Brazil, the Brazilians win. If the fight goes the distance, the mm. judges always go with the Brazilian guy or gal. Interesting. So that would be really unfortunate if is, she is Jessica Andrade. Is she attractive? Is she marketable? I don't know. I don't th- believe she speaks English. Oh, good. So not quite as marketable in America. Um, but I could be wrong about that as well. Um, well, thugs coming for you, baby. That's right. We're 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 fans of Thug Rose here. Yeah, we're on her. Uh, the odds are pretty much even for this fight. It's very close. And if you're a Rose Namajunas fan, you need to be rooting for a knockout because if this thing goes the distance, I'm calling it now. She's going to lose her belt in Brazil with crooked judges. Thugs don't settle for decisions. That's right. Let's and in the words, out. thank you. In the words of Dana White, never leave your hands, never leave your fate in the hands of the judges. 
Uh, Smart man. There's actually a ton of star power on this card. Anderson Silva, which is still fighting. Wait, why did you start with the? Is the women headlining the battle? Yeah, this is the battle. The Bout, main event. The main event is Rose. I got you. Okay, uh, so Anderson fight. Silva. Anderson Silva is, is he the spider? Yeah. All right. Many consider him the greatest uh, fighter of all time, although he's also flail, uh, failed at least one or two drug tests. He is fighting someone named Jared Carnier, who I've never heard of. Um, Sounds French. Silva is a slight favorite there. I, I don't. I was just surprised that he's still fighting. Uh, maybe this is his good night, goodbye fight in Brazil. He wants to fight in front of his fans. Who knows? The great Jose Aldo is fighting someone named Alex. Are you sure it's not Jose? Uh, he they always say Jose. That's cool. All right. Yeah, he's fighting someone named Alex uh, Andrzejewski. Uh, yeah. Aldo is is a pretty big favorite. That was a good shot at, at pronunciation. Uh, but who's a favorite? Hasn't Aldo's? Fought there. Yeah, Aldo is a, is a favorite there. Hasn't fought a lot um, in recent years. Mm. And then for some reason, BJ Penn, legendary fighter BJ Penn, is on this card. He needs to retire How like a year guy? ago. I don't know. Uh, BJ Penn needs to talk. get the fuck out of this sport, okay? I, his time has come and gone. He's uh, 40 years old. I don't think he's won fights. Let's see. Loss, loss, loss. He's been struggling a little bit. Let's see. Loss. Wait, I'm confused. It says loss. his name is J-D, spelled J-A-Y-D-E-E, but they call him BJ. What? He has not won a UFC fight, okay? Let me just... He's not won a fight in the UFC since 2010. Mm. And since then, he's lost like nine fights in a row. Not his decade. He needs to retire. And and apparently, he came out and gave an interview saying that like he's he's prepared to, uh, to get a UFC title again. He got a draw in 2011. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's, mm, that's not, not going to work. He hasn't won since he defeated Matt Hughes in 2010. He's he's a UFC Hall of Famer already, but he's he's still fine. He has no no reason to think that he's going to fight that he can be champion. This guy needs to retire, and Ooh, I, the UFC some, needs to quit putting too. like he should go to Bellator and let him let him you know be on, fight on the old folks circle. Yeah, go. he's taking bad shots. He got TKO'd by punches in one round. He got TKO'd by a front kick and punch to the face, uh, a heel hook. Uh, it sounds like. Um, CTE isn't that the uh, isn't that the uh, concussion stuff? Maybe yeah. get out the ring. He's fighting Clay uh, Clay Guida, um, who is a really fun fighter, and Guida is like a four to one favorite. Yeah, BJ is on the longest winless streak in UFC history at the moment. Uh, as he's well, basically been losing since the league started. Like he's on a seven fight winless skit, and he, he hasn't won since twenty ten. Why is he doing this? Why is he booked to to fight on a major card? I just don't get it. He's going to get whipped by Clay Guida. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. The, the UFC should, should I think they should be blamed. They Who cares if this guy goes and draws money at Bellator? Just let him go. Yeah. Anyway, he's got, apparently he's got life issues. I don't know what that means, but. His brain's got to be scrambled of getting kicked and punched in the face that much. This article on, uh, on SB Nation, MMA Mania, says like somebody needs to have the Joe Rogan, uh, the Joe Rogan Brendan Chobb moment where he was on uh Brendan Chobb was on Joe Rogan. Joe was like, You gotta quit fighting. <laughs> like you need to retire right now. 
you should not be taking any more punishment. This Clay Gouda guy has fought in more Wait, fights than uh, BJ Penn. Really? Yeah. He's been around a long time. He's a big favorite. Yeah. If BJ loses three more fights, he'll be under uh, 500. He's at 16 and 30. He's a right Hall of Famer. Retire. Uh, in other UFC news, the great Paige Van Zant is featured in uh, the SI Swimsuit Edition out, I think, today or yesterday. Out this week, anyway. Uh, shouts to her and uh, and her husband. But real shouts to her. She and yeah, and shouts to her husband for for locking that down. Congrats. So she fights and she has implants, or is that a hot take? I mean, I there's a lot of these uh, swimsuit. There's a lot of rumor and innuendo that she's gone up in size, gone up in weight class, if you will. (laughs) In the chest. Nice. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on that because I don't I don't look at women's bodies, but um, shouts to her. Yeah, she. So you know the story on her. I don't. She was a ring girl. Like okay. a ring card girl. Mm-hmm. And then like she decided to start fighting and she made it all the way to the UFC. She actually lost to uh Thug Rose one time. Oh uh, no. And it was right after Thug Rose like shaved her head, like they were expecting and it was like beauty versus the beast, yeah. for lack of a better term. And and Thug Rose her, whipped huh? her and has not lost since. She's been on a roll. There's a picture of Van Page is a good uh, fighter though. Dreadlocks and, here. Maybe she's yeah. trying to get it together. She also uh, went on dancing with the stars at one point. Just take my word for it. Uh, she's quite beautiful. Gentleman listening. She's a beautiful woman. And she is featured in SI Swimsuit Edition, and it's a good choice. Uh, we have a hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. We have a, a call this week. We actually have a couple calls, but we're only going to play one today. This is in response to the conversation we had the other day about the Kentucky Derby. Here it is. Thank you for that call. Uh, so there you go. You can block, but you're going to cause a huge fucking wreck and put people's lives in danger. That so. voicemail brought some value, man. I don't know that much about NASCAR, and you don't either. So he came in and I, gave us a little bit yeah, of Yeah, Brad there. and I were both closet NASCAR fans back in the day. I, I followed it for too long, but I'm I'm long out the game now. So mm. uh, interesting, interesting take on blocking. And, you know, I have heard more about the Derby specifically where – experts people that actually know racing which brad and i are not and no one who's listening really is but i've heard experts who said in any track in america if that horse did what it did it would have been a dq if if you're watching racing on thursday afternoon in yonkers new york uh or wherever wherever your horse track is and a horse does that that horse is going to be disqualified the fact that it was even a question was that it was at the kentucky derby so I just wonder what the fuck that guy, the the jockey was thinking. He said the horse jumped. He claimed right? the horse jumped. Yeah, out. And he just kind of wrote it. You're the jockey, buddy. Keep yeah. your horse in check. And yeah, you're a loser now. That's it. 800-392-6344. Call the hotline. Uh, tell us how wrong we are. Ask us a question. Give us a hot take. Whatever you want. We appreciate the calls very much. We are back again tomorrow. That's the plan anyway to bring you some more sports with uh, with Elgar's and Peter the Irish guy. Uh, Brad, where can people follow you on social media? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. Where can they find you? At Michael Weiner. That's M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Check out Backdoor Cover 
podcast on Instagram or backdoor cover on Twitter if you want. Uh, check out at Party Like a Ralph Star on Instagram. It's Ralph's birthday. A lot of good content there if you care about this dog. Check out our sponsors. We would we would really appreciate that. ExpressVPN.com slash backdoor mm-hmm. and Harry's.com slash BDC. This has been a production of MWBK Creative and Sales. We'll be back soon. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>